everyone, and welcome to a Answering Your Questions episode of Zing This. You got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. Perfect. But you got me, Berg. Awesome. So, um, Zingness has been officially going on now for almost five years. We have done over 270 episodes, and we thought it was an opportune time after 270 episodes to finally ask you, dear listener, what do you want to know about us? So, we have compiled a list of questions asked by fans, other podcasters, and people who are well-wishers and... Uh, go, go go ahead with a joke, Eric. I, I can't do it. I'm more of a well-wisher in that I wish no specific harm. Thank you. So we have compiled this list, and now we are going to dive in and answer your burning questions. So hopefully everyone here has brought their knowledge caps on. I'm not. Okay, good. I'm, Our, just, I'm just going by the fly. Cool. All right, so... Now, some of these are like general questions, so I guess we can all take a shot at answering them, but of course, we'll all answer them to the best of our ability, so you guys can learn a little bit more about us behind the mic, I guess. Um, so, our first set of questions comes from the podcast, The Piggly Dog, who was the kind of impetus for me to do this. They did a Q&A episode, and I was like, oh, that'd be fun for us to do. Have we ever done one? No. Okay. So, their first question is, what made you want to do a podcast? Eric, I'm going to leave you for the last one of this since you joined <laughs> us. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, so the origins of Zingness was Game Informer's website had a like forum area where you could write articles yourself. And, of course, the more popular your articles became, the more present they became on the site. Well, about, God, it, is, was it 10 years ago now? Oh, psh. I have no idea. So, about 10 years ago, I'm just going to say that as a rough estimate, um, I would put little articles on there every Wednesday, basically reviewing games that came out that week, what I was doing, um, movies, and comic books. And I just named it Zing This. And the reason I named it Zing This was out of, like, just debates and stuff me and my buddies would have at the time where it's like, people would be like, oh yeah, what about this? So then I just was like, play on my last name, Zing This. So that existed. And then I just got busy, stopped doing it, and it fell by the wayside. Well, then I got into watching YouTube stuff, and... Me and Ellie were like, hey, you should, we should bring back the Zingness thing. Because we have a lot of discussions like we do on the show in our just regular lives. So we decided to do a YouTube channel, which lasted five episodes. It wasn't very long. <laughs> it was not very long because it was hard for us to shoot and do. And we did not have the ability to do the stuff the way we wanted to. So that fell by the wayside. Also, that's when we found out we were um, pregnant with Quinn, my biological first daughter so ellie was like i am not going to be on camera pregnant and i was like cool so this dies um also in those episodes if you can find them on youtube i think i i'm i think you can find some of them uh i did predict the black panther movie because we did like a what character would you want to see and this was a long time ago so oh, yeah i called it i called it 
Um, then I got into um, listening to podcasts and stuff off of just, once again, diving down to YouTube holes of content. And then a few of the YouTube people were like, hey, we do a podcast. And I had just gotten done on a stint of listening to a ton of audiobooks. So I was like, I'll try podcast. And after about a year and a half of listening to certain podcasts, uh, Blurry Photos I'll give a shout out to as one of the inspirations and uh, the Unbelievers podcast. Um, I talked with Ellie about resurrecting Zingness as a podcast. And um, she was gung-ho against doing it. <laughs> Correct? Um, yes. But I was going to say, I'd answer that first question as how did I get into the podcast? You forced me to. But the funny thing was, she got really interested in what our number, like, how many people are you getting listened to? How popular is this episode? What was that? So she turned it, turned herself around into being very much into this. Um, so that's how that started. And Eric got brought along into this out of we'd have nerdy discussions when we both worked together. And Eric's wealth of Nintendo knowledge knows no bounds. And anime as well, I came to find out later. Um, so we kind of had him on as our quote-unquote Nintendo expert. And he's kind of ever since then filled in as the third host or secondary host if Ellie's not around. So I guess that's... Um, Eric, what made you want to join us? There, I'll rephrase this for, for it to make sense for you to answer this. You asked me if I wanted to, and I said yes. <laughs> okay, cool. So, because um, I think there was a time where, because but the long answer, because I remember I think Ellie wanted to take a like a little bit of yeah. a, a break from the podcasting, and you were like, no one wants to just listen to me talk for <laughs> an hour or whatever. So, uh, so you're like, you want to come on as a more regular thing, and I was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. And well, here we are. Yep. And Ellie returned after her short sabbatical and has been um, reluctant to do it ever since. That's right. Okay, cool. Um, okay, on that note, the next question from the Piggly Dog is, has your life benefited from it, it being the podcast, or has it caused strife? Ellie, would you like to answer that one first? Sure. Um, so I would say, and this might be cheese, but it's true. Um, I think we've benefited from, um, well, first off, just having some really awesome, fun conversations, but we've met some great people mm -hmm. because of it, so definitely... Definitely just some of the people we've met um, and relationships we've formed there. Um, I would say the strife thing is just because feel obligated to put something out mm -hmm. every week. And just sometimes our schedule is just super crazy. Yep. Um, so not necessarily strife. It's just, it's hard to juggle sometimes the, the two. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yep. For me, as as Ellie said, the benefits of this are amazing, in my opinion. Um, every one of the people who are answering, I mean, who reached out to us with questions, and I reached out to our friends of the show, in the sense of they are people that have gone out of their way to help us in the sense of doing this or coming on the show and using their time. Um, I have met some amazing people. I've gotten the chance to speak with some awesome content creators from... Um, comic book artists to TV show writers to Phil Rude, who I think just deserves his own category of existence. <laughs> um, and I, and I've, I've got other stuff planned for us to do. Hopefully I can get in contact and get some stuff. But I, I say that this has benefited. Has it been like weeks where it's like, oh, we got to get something? It's it, it has, but I mean, 
we we see it through and through to the end. And I mean, yeah, there might be a week where an episode doesn't come out, but we'll make sure to get something out soon. Um, Eric, has this benefited you or caused you strife in any way? I mean, it's been it's been all benefits. Like, kind of as you both have said, I've not only enjoyed having some really fun discussions with both of you, but I've met so many awesome other podcasters and content creators. I mean, the you know, oh. just to name a few. I mean, it's so great having like uh, we've had uh, David Ginsburg on, and we've had John Justice, and of course, like I, I can't not say Phil Root, who absolutely is the is the bad movie whipping boy of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and and those are just three off the top of my head. I've met so many others, and I've had a lot of fun getting to know these people, and it always is fun. I think the three of us have a really good dynamic, but I mm. think when we throw in that fourth or sometimes even fifth voice, you know, it kind of makes things fun and interesting in, in, in different ways. So it's always a lot of fun. But on top of that, it's through, I mean, I knew you before the podcast, but because of that, I got to start uh, knowing the people over at like secret levels mm -hmm. and then all of that, that group and their discord and, then, of course, people who have their podcasts. So there's a lot of people in that group who have their own podcasts. And I've gotten to meet a lot of awesome people. And, like, I think of all of you all as, like, really good friends. Not just, like, oh, these are my internet friends. Like, these yeah. are, like, legitimately good friends. It was. It reminds me of the meme where it's, like, uh, internet friends are really close. You can share some very deep emotional things, but you don't know what their feet look like. That is a weird one. It, it is a very a really weird one, but it's true. One, but it but is it's true. true. Um, although, although, although you two, I've I've been around in person. I know what your feet look like. Um, you'll find the way, you'll find the website soon enough. Wait, okay, what? cool, cool, awesome. Um, weird segue. Um, moving on from that. Uh, next question is, I guess this one's more directed at me and Ellie for this one, Eric. I think you'll understand once the question is asked. Have your children ever done? Have, sorry, have your children ever been on your podcast yet? Um, have. Well, Farah. Farah did a thing for the Varmints podcast. And I would say if you listen very yes. closely in the background, Quinn and Liara have definitely been on the yes, podcast. You can, <laughs> you can hear them in the background, and there is some, I think I've edited out like most of the where you actually will hear them talking, but they have not done it in the sense of being in front of a microphone yet. Right. Farah has because a uh, long time ago, Varmints... Um, they had like a kid corner or something, and uh, Farrah did something for them on that. I think it was. I cannot remember what it was discussing. I think want to say. I can't say remember rats? which. Yeah, I can't remember what animal for sure. But. Yeah, it, it was. It, it was like year one of our podcast. So I mean, that's flashing back five years. Um, <laughs> moving on to flashing back, we are now going to flash forward with the next question from Piggly Dog. Where do you see yourself in ten years? I see myself in my forties. Ellie, um, I'll give a better answer in a okay, second. Okay. Um, I, in 10 years, um, I see myself have traveled more. All right. Like outside of the United States. I, I, I guess this is more <laughs> of a general us question instead of a, like, where do you see the podcast? Yeah. I mean, who knows? I, I, who, who knows? It, it's something we're at five years and that is unfathomable. Still I can't, talking. Yeah. And I can't imagine <laughs> us celebrating 15 years of podcasting. <sighs> Eric, where do you see yourself in 10 years, whether with the podcast or not? I have absolutely no clue. I don't know where I see myself in five years. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. I, I'd like to say I would 
I've done something more uh, with my career, but I know I'll probably still be uh, celebrating 25 years at the TV station. So. Hey, you you bought a house though recently, so yes, there's I, there's an accomplishment. It's true. I'm actually this is the first podcast recorded from my new house in the Eric room. I'm sitting here at the desk, surrounded by boxes. Yay! <laughs> they they make good audio quality. All right. Um, <laughs> So next question, and this one's going to be a probably longer answer, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to have Ellie answer it first. Pinkly Dog asks, how long does it take you to research a, a week for your topics? So, Ellie. Well, that's kind of a double answer. Um, in the beginning, when we first started, we actually did... A lot more research, lot, but we yes. did a lot more deep dives into stuff, yes, which we, we want to get back to. Yeah, we would do like deep dives of like the anthology of a series or a particular graphic novel. Like we'd really dissect it apart, um, and and those are really really fun. But they are a lot of research. Yes, they it's, are very time consuming. Those normally would take us about like we do that. That's that's about a three week research while doing other stuff yeah. for yeah. the podcast in between. So, I mean, the deeper dive episodes are ones we've steered away from, not out of not wanting to do them, but out of the amount of time it takes to do a very flushed out episode. Yeah. Um. Other than that, like, us reviewing stuff normally is we watch a show, however long that takes, and then that's the episode for the week. Um, Eric, for, for I mean, you've you've done a few deep dives. It's about a week's worth of research sure. for you and stuff. Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, sometimes there's a little more time. Like, I know if we're doing, like, a series or something like that, yes. when we do, like, oh, you know, Lord of the Rings, like, I can... I usually will try to do that like as soon as possible. Although when it's something like individual movies, it is kind of good to, to space those out till you, yeah, within a week or so of recording that mm -hmm. way it's fresh in my mind. And then I can do a little research, you know, go through facts and kind of answer all the, the pre questions like who would be your dream Gandalf or something like that. Oh, our dream Gandalf. <laughs> I don't know if that's one of our questions coming up, but we might answer that ourselves. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, like I said, it just depends on the topic on the episode. I know a lot of them recently have been a little bit more shorter research, but we want to get back into the longer research one. I know there's been a um, Zing Wars topic that I have done extensive months worth of research on, and Ellie hasn't simply read a graphic novel. Right. Called out. Um, there, there was the one time we, I can't even remember the topic or who it was, but at the last second, it was going to be you and I, Zinger. And someone was going to come on, and, and we were going to talk about something, and they had to cancel at the last second. And I, we were I, like, all right, I know exactly, what are we going to talk about? I know exactly who it was. I don't want to call them out, but um, I sure, know exactly okay. who I was it was. Say, I don't, I don't and, remember, and I, I wasn't trying to call it. Yeah, I wasn't trying to call anyone and, out, but I just remember it was because life happens, and it was like last second, yeah. like, oh, what are we going to yeah. do? Yeah, we were literally sitting there waiting for them. They said they couldn't, and that turned into <laughs> our boys episode. That's right. Okay, I do. So, remember if the, you want to know an episode that was literally thrown together in less than two minutes, that is an episode that literally was us sitting there realizing, "crap, we don't have anything. <laughs> what can we do off the top of our heads? Hey, we haven't talked about the boys yet. Let's talk about the boys." <laughs> so that's that's, that's yep. what happened there. And actually, in in the in the realm of how I love segues and perfectly segueing stuff. The next question is, have you ever made an episode, released it and then trashed it because it was so bad? 
Um, listen to our first 10 episodes. I, I'd say that's a good starting point. I um, would definitely... Well, we didn't trash them, but we probably should have. They, they, there's a lot of <laughs> yes. episodes that... I, I will never trash an episode once it's been released. I will trash an episode that I'm in the middle of editing, which I haven't done in a long time. But um, I if, if we release something, I leave it out there. Because I'm like, it, it, good or bad, it, it exists. We, we put time and effort in. I've, unless there's just some ridiculously bad audio quality, which I will do everything in my power to try to fix. Um, I, I, I guess this, 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 this question's mainly for me. Unless you guys have an episode you wish I would have trashed. No. I'm good. Eric? I think they're all, I think they're all gold. So. All right. Um, <laughs> I, actually, I have won the three-hour ordeal of the Simpsons season. Noted for next time. Don't do that. Oh, God. Um, great episode, though. Great episode. But <laughs> if, if you had told me at the beginning this will be three hours, I would have... You know what? It's it's a great episode. Go go. It go was a lot of it was. I will say that was a lot of fun to record, but it was one of those where like, yeah, it was like we were like going through the episodes, and I but I was having a lot of fun. I wasn't yeah. paying attention. All of a sudden, it was like, oh, because we started at like seven o'clock, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, it's ten o'clock. Crap. <laughs> um, and the final question from the Pickly Dog is: If you could start over, would you do the same type of podcast or something different? And would you change the name of the podcast? Ellie, I'm going to start with you on this one. Um, no and no. Okay. Uh, Eric, I know you kind of weren't really involved with the um, or origination of the podcast, but what t- is there a different topic you would, if, if you were to start a podcast splintering off from Zingness that you would want to do? <laughs> um, I mean... I can't really think off the top of my head. Um, I um, I do like how Zing this is kind of a, it's not specifically like, oh, it's all you know, movies or all games or all comics. It's, it kind of covers just nerd topics in general, which mm-hmm. I kind of like, because that kind of gives us a chance to either go back and look at something we haven't ever seen or that's older or like be like, hey, here's the latest on this. But I guess if I was, so I, I like that format. I like that it kind of covers a little bit of everything. But I guess if I had to do my own, I had always thought about because I, you know, I have my my Instagram page that I, I'll uh, promote on here, which I never update. Uh, Backlogberg. <laughs> I could totally see myself doing that as a podcast, just going back and choosing a random game from my backlog and playing it and doing an episode on it. But I don't know if I'll ever get around to that. Maybe, but I don't know. It's a cool idea. I like it. Um, as for me, if I could start over, would I do the same type of podcast? Yes. I mean, it's pop culture. I can talk about Legos because there's... Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's so much that encompasses pop culture. Mm -hmm. Would I like to have more time to do kind of like what we mentioned earlier of doing those deep dives? I loved doing those. Um, We can. It's just... It's it's a lot of research for us. It is. But but it is fun, too, just to be able to just have a, a round table sorts and do like our news episodes sometimes and stuff like that so it, it is i i would never and zing i can't complain because now it's my name so yeah. of course i would <laughs> change the name of it <laughs> it's i can't think of a better name yeah. i literally can't think of a better name for it like it it, it worked the, the logo works so well thanks to my older brother chris for designing oh, yes, that logo definitely. and thank you to toby for augmenting that logo several times for other needs um 
it's just something I'm so attached to now that I couldn't think of doing something different. As for maybe, and I know what he's getting at. Pickly Dog is more of a um, kind of like a jokey kind of riffing show where they take, you know, they they just kind of riff on the mics on stuff, which is just something. I mean, I as much as I talk out my butt on this show, I don't think I could do a funny like gag show every week so i have a lot of respect for like people that do the scripted and stuff like that right um also on a side note i know some podcasts are scripted zing this is not scripted in any way shape or form um i have an outline for what we're going to discuss but there's no script that i follow to the t on that because i know some shows do have stuff to where it's all scripted out beforehand so there's that um as for a different topic i have finagled my way into getting cryptids and the paranormal and ufos and stuff onto zingness so that would have been the only other topic i would have wanted done when i started this but due to the fact that that was the main stuff i listened to i was afraid i was going to start parroting and being too much like those shows so that's why i steered away and went to something i was more versed in and i did not see a lot of content out there for after starting Zingness, I did find plenty of other great podcasts that do um, nerd topics. Uh, Jock and Nerds, one that comes right off the top of my head for that. Um, but it was something that that's how, why I chose that topic. I felt like the podcast originated from me and Ellie legitimately having these kind of discussions. Just sitting around, talking to each other. So we were like, why don't we record them? And yeah. Um so yeah, would not change the name, and I I've, I finagled my way into getting what I want to on this podcast one way or another. So, I I I I, I had my cake and ate it too, and I guess we'll continue to. Speaking of which, uh, Zingtober is coming up, which I will point out is one hundred percent ripoff of um, Blurry Photober from the Blurry Photos podcast, as um, <laughs> as one hundred percent pointed out in a recent round night at the nights at the round table episode where david derek and me were on i mentioned um that zingtober was coming up and derek laughed and said david are you gonna sue him for that copyright infringement right there so anyways moving on greg from the rumor flies podcast has a question for us yes we have moved on from the pickly talk to greg from rumor flies um is asking and this is i eric you've played hades right Yes. Okay, I thought you did, because he asked He asked before he gave me this question. He goes, has everyone played Hades? And I said, I'm almost positive. Should, his, the question is, should Super, Super Giant move on to their next project, or should they look into DLC or expansions for Hades? Ellie, I will let you take this question first, since you probably are the least versed in Hades out of all of us. Um, well... I just wanted to say Supergiant has done some cool stuff in the past, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Transistor, Bastion. So I think they've done some really cool stuff. So I could see them going back and doing more on any of those, too. Um, they have their own little thing. As far as Hades, um, I'm probably going to be unpopular with this statement. But I'm just going to say it because I'm selfish and i think it would be fun um so i know the side scroller part of it everyone loves it it's the graphics are really fun i love the art style i think it'd be really cool if maybe they had a little bit more backing and could do take that universe but make it more 
of a 3D type thing versus a side scroller. Um, you know, like more of a. Well, it, it's not side scrolling. It's kind of top down. I know, but it's that's like. Oh, that you want too... it more flushed out. Yeah, okay. I, I want to like. I was sitting there going, I don't remember. I didn't Sorry. get too far. I'm like, I don't remember a side scrolling. <laughs> I didn't segment mean side. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I meant like... Isome- like an isometric view. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Um. I'd like to see it more. I don't mean like Assassin's Creed, but you know what I'm saying, like an actual oh, cutscene, like a three, yes. like a fully 3D where yes, you have like camera control. The and, story is yeah. cool. The characters are cool. I would love to see something like that. I, I mean, yes, obviously we have. Um, what's that other game that is has a lot of those type of characters too? Pac-Man. Yes, Pac-Man. <laughs> um. The one that I bought and haven't even barely played it that much. That's a lot of games. I, I know, but in the same realm. Of hack and slash, stuff like that? No, the the t- the genre. I mean, excuse me, the content type. That was also Ubisoft, I think. Oh, did you get Tribes of Midgard? Oh, no. I, never mind. <laughs> okay, Eric, um... I'll let you answer this since I probably have the most experience with Hades, so I'll save mine for the final. While yeah, Ellie looks I, so, this up. so I I didn't get too far into Hades. My thing with Hades was like I loved how the story was told and how each time you died, it told some more. But ultimately, like I, it just didn't click with me, and I think it's the thing that made me realize I really don't care for roguelites and roguelikes that much. Um, but I do think. I feel like they told a really good story with that. Um, I feel like Supergiant does do a good job of telling a pretty compelling story and telling the story that they want to. Um, if they had some ideas, and not just like a little like, oh, here's an extra 10 minutes dialogue or something, but if it was an actual like really good idea for an expansion, then I say go for it. But at the same time, I think if they have other ideas for other games, let them go on um the other two ones and ellie had mentioned them both like bastion and transistor like bastion i absolutely loved i thought it was mm-hmm. fantastic and i thought it told like such a good concise story in a few hours transistor um i thought i was intrigued by the story but i hated the gameplay so much i could <laughs> not finish it um so i'm kind of so super giant it has this very hit or miss things where where like their gameplay is hit or miss but i love the stories they tell so i so I almost saw one, I almost want to see what they do next. I almost want to say, like, you know what? Hades had its time in the sun. Unless you have some banger idea, either start working on Hades 2 or just completely go to your next, uh, go, go on to the next project. So I will throw this out there. I know that this is something that, I mean, might be embarrassing for me. I don't know. Um, 83.1 hours I have played of the Hades game on Steam. And I played it a little bit on the Switch. Right. I still have not technically beaten the game. I have not yeah. done the Inferno challenges. I have not done a lot of stuff. I have not unlocked everything. I have not had every dialogue tree done. I have, in that time, beaten the game several... Well, beaten the... Got, gotten out of Haiti several times, but I've not gotten the true ending yet. Or, you know, done the... I've beaten the game on the hard mode or any of this other crazy stuff. That being said, there is so much content that the both of you have not even scratched. Like, 
I've barely even scratched the surface. You guys haven't even looked at the surface of what this game has. If if you don't, I'm mind in like me outer space blind. in orbit, looking down. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's 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 why I'm like, it's an interesting thing because I'm like, I don't know what they could do. I was like, maybe add a few different weapons would be fun, but I'm like, that's not an expand. I'm like, there is already so much in here that. I'd rather see a Hades 2 over an expansion because there's so much I still haven't even begun to delve into. And that's the thing. This game is one of those, yeah, you can beat it, but there's a well of stuff. Like, beating the game the first time opens the world up to what you can do next. And just, because everyone thinks, oh, I'm going to beat it one time. And it's done. It's like, nope, that is just, you, you basically have went, hey, you understand how to play the game. Now the real game begins. So... I'd like to see a whole sequel over any expansions. Like, like the only thing I can think of is like a weapon or something. So I, I'm going to say move on. Super Giant Games, you made something phenomenal, and I I can't see anything you can do to it unless you add Kratos. Nothing That'd like be a that. fun expansion. That would be a fun expansion. Um, speaking of moving on. Uh, and, and there has been some news, ironically, dropped recently about this. So, um, Scott Galeski, uh, comic book artist extraordinaire for DC Comics and Image, uh, creator of the Copperhead series, co-creator of the Copperhead series, asked us, should DC continue with their shared universe like the Snyder slash Wonder Woman movies or pursue the filmmaker-driven films like Joker and The Suicide Squad? As the only one here, I think, who's seen the Snyder Cut still. <clears throat> Don't need to see the Snyder Cut to answer this question. All right, go for it, Ellie. I'm just saying. You, you, you come in with confidence, go for it. <laughs> um, I haven't been 100% impressed with their universe movies. Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like the one-offs are better. So I would say definitely to focus more on those versus, I mean, they have to, it's just part of the game. They have to still do those universe movies. But they can do them like they did the Suicide Squad where it exists in our already existed universe, but not distract and have to have a whole entire subplot. Right. So that that's where I would say yes. Um, Shazam's another great example. Mm-hmm. It exists with the other movies, but it doesn't take away from itself to explain that. Correct. And then Joker's just a thing. Right. And but I think the it's Batman. fun. I mean, but that's the whole. I think the reason why the What If series is doing so well is because people like just like content. Yeah, they just want a story. They don't want to have to watch four other movies to truly understand the story. And, and a lot of people, and, and same thing when we used to be really big about buying like the single issue comics mm-hmm. instead of more of the graphic novels. Um, same thing. Sometimes I liked just buying those one shots because I just wanted to just read a story and not have to worry about 10 other things. The problem with DC, and this is I guess going to be me answering it, and I'll leave the last bit to Eric, is... They're focusing too much on building a universe instead of getting out good movies. And it's funny because every time they just put out a good movie that doesn't connect with a lot of stuff, it seems to do better. Shazam, right. The Suicide Squad, Joker. Um, and the reason I say this is vaguely relevant is there's rumors going around that Jesse Eisenberg 
and Jared Leto are returning to the screen together for like a like um, Legion of Doom movie or something. Okay. Allegedly. And also apparently um, Ben Affleck, like Jared Leto Joker is the Joker for Ben Affleck's Batman. Gotcha. So if Batfleck's going to stay around, which I think he should. I think he's a phenomenal Batman. I'm throwing that out there. Okay. Throwing that out I'm there. I'm not arguing with you about <laughs> DC stuff. So, so I, I I think they, they need to they, they need to step away from trying to build a universe because Marvel took how many years to do that? And they're just trying to skip those steps. And it's like, it's obvious that that's not working. So stick to the individual stuff that vaguely builds a universe and they're great so that that's what i would that would be my opinion on dc all right eric as the probably least watched of us for dc content when it comes to movies right and was kind of like what you all said i think you know with marvel it was so i mean it it was probably steven idea and obviously they shot the nick fury talking about the avengers initiative at the end of iron man is like a last second kind of thing um, and it very organically grew. And then when DC saw the success of this, they were like, oh, hey, let's do what they organically grew right from the get-go. We're just going to cram this all in, and it just has not worked. And then there are these things. I mean, like the Suicide Squad is set in the DCEU. It's just they didn't really make references to it. So I think they should keep a universe, but I don't think they should force the connections. If they want to throw in a character here or there, like a side character, and it's like, oh, that's the the police officer who was in that Superman movie. Now he's yep. in this uh, this Aquaman movie or something like that. Do that. You know, I think it's when they're trying to build so much, but then they're also releasing these movies that aren't set in the universe that it gets confusing. I mean, obviously Marvel has an issue where Sony still has a bunch of rights and... And they're trying to get all that worked out. And now that they own all the Fox stuff, they have an easier way to finally start incorporating the X-Men. But then, of course, the X-Men series was going alongside. But we're not talking about Marvel right now. Um, so I, I think that they should focus more on make a good movie. Make a good movie. You can establish that it's all set in the same universe just by saying these are all in our un- This is all in the same universe. If you want to have a character here and there and then eventually come lead into a crossover movie years down the road, that's fine. But mm-hmm stop trying to force it. I feel like that's their thing is they have tried to force it way too much and it's made it not as enjoyable. And so, yes, just make these movies, let them be their own thing. And then eventually, if you want, connect them. Yep. I, I, I say that's what they should do. Cause that's what Marvel did in the original. I mean, they were vaguely connected, but it wasn't like a solid connection like they are now. Well, and even now, like, I mean, even in the third phase of the MCU, a lot of those movies didn't really start connecting that much until like the post credit scene. Yep. You'd be like, oh, this is a really good movie. But then it would be like the post credit scene. It's like, oh, this is how the events of this movie or how something from this movie is tying into either the next movie or going towards Endgame or Infinity War or whatever was next. So they still keep that going on. Oh, I did forget to mention Scott Galeski, also of the podcast, uh, The Illustrious Gentleman fame. Sorry, I forgot that accolade, too. Another great uh, duo that we have met through the podcasting, uh, Scott Galeski and Ryan Cody, both comic book artists and great content creators for podcasting. And uh, funny enough, I can look up and see artwork by both Scott Galeski, I mean, not, yes, by Scott Galeski, Ryan Cody, and Phil Rude right in front of me with the 
wall of comic book stuff. Ellie is not paying attention to it at all. Good for you. Um, next question comes from the Monsters Among Us host, Derek Hayes. And he asked a very simple but yet complex question to us, to us all. Where is Sasquatch? Who wants to tackle this one first? Um, he's in Mount St. Helen in the state of Washington. Really? Do you actually know that that, that was a story? Yes. Really? Yes. You know that there's like some conspiracy that there was a cover-up of Sasquatch bodies after the eruption of Mount St. Helens. Impressive! <laughs> I did not expect that. I just thought you were throwing words together. No. Impressive, Ellie. I know where he is. There you go. All yeah. right. Um, I guess the better way to word this question is, do we believe in Sasquatch? Yes. Eric? Uh, well, of course, and I think the better question is where is he, because it's already established that, duh, he's real. Exactly. 100%. 110% he's real. I, I go with and his, And he's living with a family known as the Hendersons, <laughs> going by the name Perry. Uh, um, I, I once again agree. I'm, I'm, I'm floored by the, the wealth and knowledge that Ellie just spouted out, out me just thinking she was talking out of her ass. And, <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa, what that's, that's actually like a established real conspiracy thing that, <laughs> that, um, park rangers and stuff found See, in look, bodies. You, you're learning something about me today. There you go. I didn't, I was not expecting that. Huh? Um, I, I think there's definitely something out there, whether it's some interdimensional thing that just comes here to poop and then goes back to its own dimension. I don't know, but I've never seen anything firsthand. I'll, I'll say I believe. I'll say I believe. All right. Next one is from Chris Coggs of um, Mad Scientist fame. Doc Coggs. And he asks, what do you make of the rumors of returning Spider-Man? So this is in reference to the upcoming Spider-Man No Way Home. Which we have discussed now. This is thrice episodes have discussed the Spider-Mans. So with rumors and everything going around, Eric, do you think we will see all three Spider-Mans in this movie in costume? Absolutely. The Spider-Man will return in costume and they're going to team up and it's going to be awesome. Ellie, you think we're getting all three of the Spider-Mans in I costume? I, I really, really want that to happen i don't know if i'm 100 percent convinced it's going to happen but i definitely want it to happen yes i definitely want it to happen too i i'm i'm on board i want to see all three spider-man web swinging swinging together it, it, it just be makeup mm. perfect movie <laughs> i'd be i'd be happy with that all right the next yep. one is a very long worded question but i think we're gonna mm. have a lot of fun with this one because um I took the entire statement he sent me as I will read this. Brandon from the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast um, posed this. Not sure if you still need a question, but here it goes. The Adult Swim live action promo for Rick and Morty featured Christopher Lloyd and Jaden Martell. Jaden Martell? Yeah. Was a hit around social mediums. I guess social media typo. Even though Rick was inspired by Doc Brown himself, some folks did not like him or understand the reference. The actual question now. Question is, 
Who would you pick as a live-action Rick and Morty, or do you think there should even be one someday? Ellie, you will answer this one last, though I am impressed because you have mentioned you have the perfect casting for this. Yes. Eric? George Clooney is Rick. Damn, that's a good pick. Because George Clooney is hilarious and serious, and I could totally see him pulling it off. He's got the smarm. He's got the, the, the comedic timing. I think he'd be great. And uh, as for Marty, uh, Marty. Morty. Morty. <laughs> don't, know, <laughs> don't know where that came from. I'm still waking up. Um, so for Morty, uh, even though he's a little bit older, I say D.H. Michael Sarah. I, God dang it, Eric. You perfectly took both of mine. But, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, but, I, but the first the first episode of Rick and Morty, I'm watching, going, Morty is is Michael Sarah. <laughs> well, okay, okay, I, okay. Here's here's my pick. I like the George Clooney. I really like the George Clooney. I really like it. Ellie is waving her finger at me. Um, I really like George Clooney, but take one of the um, need the hammer. Need the need 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 the Stranger Things. Get 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 one of the Stranger Things. Kids. Oh, that'd I, be good. Any I of need those, the I hammer. Be good. Oh God. Okay. I need it. Uh, the long <laughs> zingness judge zing hammer. Here you yes. go. Yes. Ready. Go. All right. I call. We we strip the casting of Morty from Eric because okay. it's not. We can't do it. You can DH people. They do it all the time oh, in, in Disney no. movies. I want. I want. Some, I want a young actor. A I gave actor. you a young actor. <laughs> I gave you Even one of the though, kids from Stranger Things. I don't care which one. That's fake, and I don't. I don't appreciate it. I'm stripping yours too. What? So, Eric, it is the perfect casting. I completely agree <laughs> with you, but I do want. I want a pick of you can. Okay, that's okay. Give, 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 give me the hammer. Give me the hammer. Give me the hammer. <laughs> you can't pick Chris Pratt. <laughs> I know. He's Mario. doing Mario. See, I almost made that joke, and then I was like, someone else will make it. So <laughs> I was going to say, probably Ellie. <laughs> yes. Sorry. He'll play Rick and Morty. Sorry. Yes. It was fun. A, a de aged Chris Pratt will be Morty, and, <laughs> and a, an aged, actually, yeah, an aged Chris Pratt will play Rick. Sorry. I enjoyed it. It was fun. All right. Sorry, guys. I, I was out of control. Um, sorry. Going back. I think the George, I, I, I had somebody, and you know what, the second you said George Clooney, I'm like, nope, it's gone, George Clooney, bam. But I just say one of the kids from Stranger Things, I cannot tell them all apart, but just one of them, just, just pick one of them. Have all, have all of them be Morty at different times, because you could have different versions. I, um, I'm going to call bullcrap on that, because um, there is one <laughs> of them that is the perfect pick, but you aren't remembering smart enough to know which one it is uh it's the one that got stuck in the in the in-between in the upside down i don't see him as morty i'm gonna go ahead and go and do my pick okay go ahead go ahead so my pick for rick is obviously the best pick we have george clooney what 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 do you what can you top that with nicholas cage i'm sorry christ (laughs) oh jesus christ eric we have been outdone in just a <laughs> simple... <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> Nicolas Cage just with... Have him do the crazy hair. I mean, it's perfect. My that's, God, Ellie. That's pretty good. That's, yes. yeah, I think I think you have out-Clooney'd the Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> you have out-Rick's Clooney. <laughs> Ellie, you stepped up to the plate and just 
freaking hit a grand slam. I'm, off. Ki- I'm killing it on this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. I am definitely getting the MVP. Um, and then I'm going to give you a little credit because you did say Stranger Things. But Finn Wolfhard, I think, is by far. Okay, which one's that? Oh. God, pull it up because you just whipped He's out. the one who's in Ghostbusters too. Yes, he's got the like froey hair, which I need my Morty because Morty has that. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does have a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's wait he, he's he's the main one. He's the main one that we follow that has the he's sister. the one that eleven and okay him okay are. Yes, yes yes that's the one. Yes. I was thinking of yes kind so of, maybe I don't Nicolas know Nicholas Cage Rick Finn Wolfhard Morty done. Uh, I'm gonna say for the um, for Beth and um, Jerry, just have the actual actors that do the voice. Okay. It'll be fine. Um, I don't know what Summer's voice actress looks like at all. So, um, D. Age Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Where's the damn hammer? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> The next episode of Zygnus is technically should be Mean Girls. So, because okay. October 3rd is coming up and that is a Sunday. So, if we record on that day, it is the perfect storm for a Mean Girls episode. Okay. Um, Solid answers. I, oh man. I was not expecting the cage. Yeah. God. Definitely. What a, what a question that I thought was going to be like, eh. And then it turned <laughs> into a whoa. That's right. Um, I... As much as it was cool to see Christopher Lloyd in the role, it just he he has aged out of it, in my opinion. I mean, it was cool to see, but if they're going to do an actual movie, I do agree that God, what a pick with Nicolas Cage because yes. he's just crazy. I know. To begin with right, Eric. Do you got anything else, or you want to move on? I can't. I think we're good. I think right. we, we picked it. All right. So next questions are from David Ginsburg of the. Tales from the Fandom podcast and longtime guest of the Zygnus podcast. Um, this is very Marvel-based, so get ready for this. If you were to choose a character for a new Marvel TV series, who would you choose and why? Ellie, you have officially watched the WandaVision. I have, all the way through. Yep, so you, can, so you are allowed to voice on this. Eric, how far are you with your stuff right now? I have. I'm completely caught up with MCU. Sweet. Minus the movies. I've seen all the movies. Uh, Black Widow and uh, Terrence. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot there have been two theatrical releases. No, I have not seen those. Okay. I'm okay. Good. 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 We're we're we're, we're still there with that. All right. Okay, um, yes. Ellie, since you officially are closer to being caught up, and we're officially closer to a Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode. Would you like to go first for your pick? Well, but this was one that we would like to see that isn't done, right? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm assuming, because he says choose okay. for a new series. So, so I guess it could be somebody that was in a previous series that you want to be okay. more... Um, I would say probably... Um, it's not a... It's not a one character. I, I know we have the movie coming out, The Celestials. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really cool TV show. Um, yeah, they did. It was called The Inhumans, and it's no longer canon. Okay, but a good one, though. A good version. Yeah, um, they did. It was called... <laughs> I'm joking. Anyway, um, just because it would be really fun, you could do... 
not that you can't with any of the others because all the time jumping and all that stuff, but um, it'd be kind of fun to see them. You could do any time period, any, I mean, you would have pretty much an open realm to do anything with them because they've been around for so long. Um, I don't know. I think it would be kind of fun to have a TV show. They could expand it a lot more and really dive into some fun storylines, but so I, I didn't really have one necessarily of one specific TV, just one character, but I thought that group would be kind of fun to do. Okay. I mean, I don't, yeah. Uh, Eric, what about you? So when WandaVision was on, Ellie, you said you're all caught up with that? Yes. Yeah, I've watched okay, the whole cool. series. Yep. All right, cool. So there were, there was a lot of talk, and apparently there are actual talks to have a um, sort of a almost X-Files-ish show starring Jimmy Woo and Darcy Lewis. Oh my going gosh. around solving mysteries yeah. in the MCU. That would be awesome, actually. And I think that would be such a fun, because I yes. love their chemistry. And actually, I would love to see Monica Rambeau in there as well, because then you have, you've got the, you've got the law enforcement agent who has that kind of knowledge. You've got the, the very smart astrophysicist, but then you also have the person who has military and is also superpowered. And the three of them going around the MCU, doing it as a sort of like, don't have a sort of like, serialized thing just a sort of episode of the week like the x-files like here's a random place we're gonna be and i think it would be i think it'd be like really funny and that way you could also kind of introduce some other maybe lesser characters and heroes from the overall marvel universe um i think it'd be a lot of fun and apparently the talks have been like because a lot of people were saying this when it was on. I'm like, yes, that would be amazing. Yeah. I would love to see the show. And apparently there are some talks going on. Like, I can't remember who it was. Some screenwriter was like, I wrote a pitch and I'm talking with Marvel right now. So it might happen at some point. And I am totally there for it. Um, For me, I'm sorry, David. It's Zingness, so I can change the rules of the question. Um, I will say if you were to choose a character i'm going to alter that to i'm just going to choose a new tv series and i wanted to have it called new asgard and i want it to be based around all the weird and wacky adventures that happen in new asgard because you got korg floating around there you've got valkyrie stuff like that and i want it to be as much as i despise this I want it to be shot the office style towards. I was the just about head. to say, yeah, I could totally yeah. see this as an office. Yeah, thing. <laughs> like have just a straight up comedy. Yeah, oh, because sure. those those characters could work with that and everything. You've got as guardians living on Earth, so it's this out of place thing. It, I, I could just see that being hilariously funny, and it just gives us oh, more sure. Korg and everything talking to that and Valkyrie. Um, has good timing and everything with that stuff. You could have Thor. Well, Thor's not there right now, but I guess you could still have him pop in or whatever. But I, I think that that would be a great series because what, what Marvel is lacking is just a straight up. I mean, I know there's comedy in there, but it would be just fun to have a straight up comedy series. Yes. That's not taken seriously because uh, the What If episode with Party Thor, fantastic episode. And, and even though it's set in New Asgard, you would totally have to have um, 
if it's gonna be a comedy series, what's his name from Ant Man who narr- who like narrates everything? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one guy. I who, almost like, yeah. see him being like the host, or yeah. like for some reason he has to be there, and I could just see him, him and Korg. He's uh, he's directing each other. He's directing yes. the series for some <laughs> yes. reason, so they have to cut to him. Even though the those yes. those like docu shot series never cut to the people behind the camera most of the time, but right. All right, and that... Howard the and Howard the Doc, he would be there. Okay, too. of course, of course. Why not? Give give uh give Seth Rogen something to do. Da 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 da. da Seth, Seth Green. Green. Yes. Because <laughs> wow. as we've established on Zingness in the past, we don't know the difference between the two. If it's if, the if they are if they are voice acting, they are the same person. Um. Next question from David is, what, what be what would be your what if episode you would want to see out of the MCU. So, I have watched a few of the What If episodes. Eric is all cut up. Ellie understands the premise of the What If episodes. Yes. As in the comic version. So, Eric, you are all caught up with the What If. So, I'll let you handle this one first. I would say my episode would be What If when... Right after the snap, the beginning of Endgame, when they go to the planet where Thanos is. What if he hadn't destroyed the Infinity Stones yet? Oh, so then it's what if happened? What what if the Avengers came and got them from him then? Yes, exactly. Like so, I think there's a couple of different ways you could take it. So because it was just pure anger. I mean, Thor's already pissed off, but I mean, it's pure anger that he beheaded him. Yeah. Would he have been taken in and have to answer for his crimes for even though it was only like what three weeks later? Yeah. Um, you know, would he have to answer for his crimes for basically genocide of half of the universe? Would he, you know, but then there's other things like what sort of events would have happened in that five years without the characters having to deal with this? Would there be some other repercussions, that kind of thing? So I think there's obviously a big five-year gap where a lot of things did happen. Um, but, what you know, would, how would things have drastically changed? Um, likewise, I'd also like to see... Actually, this is this is this is kind of a mixture of, um, I guess, the two of the Marvel series and the and the what if. But I would like to see more events just of what happened during the the five year gap. Um, I think there could be some what if in there because there is a little because there is so much mystery to it. Yep. But I think there I think from that there I don't have a specific, but I could totally see like a what if this happened during the the five year snap or what if you know what what if a particular character had died and. Or, you know, what if Tony Stark hadn't made it back or something like that? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I do think, but yeah, that, that, that'd be a fun thing. But I, that was getting off topic. I realized halfway through, I'm like, wait, I'm kind of stuck between the two. But yes, yes, no. What if Thanos hadn't destroyed the Infinity Stones? That's mine. And the Avengers were able to get them. Um, yeah. Uh, Ellie, do you mind if I go next? Um, yeah, I don't really. Okay. I don't really. I, I've got two. Okay. And in true what if fashion, uh, both of these have terrible endings. And I mean terrible endings as it's like the worst possible thing because every what if comic, it's like the most extreme version. Like everybody dies, everybody dies every time. Um, <laughs> and and as the show has shown for the most part, everything has a terrible ending to it. I'm gonna say, and this is vaguely with Eric, so that's why I'm gonna do this one first. What if Thor had gone for the head? Ooh, killed Thanos. But then the Avengers fought each other, or because it's one of those things. I'm I'm going with the premise of what if Thor had gone for the head? They killed Thanos. They had the Infinity Gauntlet, all the stones. 
absolute power corrupts absolutely. You'd think the heroes would go, you know, be amicably able to split up and, you know, do this. But instead, it's like the worst possible thing to where they all fight each other for control of the stones. Because it's too powerful sort of thing. So I, I, I can see that happening. The what if is, what if they kill, what if Thor killed Thanos that day? And then the outcome is all the heroes turn on each other because it's what if. So everything has to be terrible. Um, my other one is, and this is me just loving the Asgardians and everything. What if Odin had opposed Thanos? Like, what if Odin Ooh. was able to, like, instead of being tricked by Loki and have stuff happen, what if he was actually able to oppose Thanos and stop him? Like, Odin using the force of Asgard to stop Thanos, I mean, Thanos' expansion into getting the Infinity Stones. Because there is a fan theory that that's why Thanos waited so long to start collecting the Infinity Stones. It was because of Odin. So, I think that'd be a cool what if. And then, of course, cool what if. Odin gets all the Infinity Stones and becomes evil, and then the Avengers have to take him down instead. Because, you know, it's what if, so it's the worst possible outcome every time. Um, Ellie, you got anything you want to add to this? Nothing? No, no what ifs you want to see? No. What if Chris Pratt was every character? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, good. Awesome. Um, moving on to the next question. After a year of release, is the PS5 slash Xbox Series X worth it, in your opinion? I mean, I wouldn't want to get it release day, but... I'm getting to the point now where I would like it, yes. I've heard that the new ones are having some issues with chipsets mm -hmm. because they tried to go a little bit different without the chipset one to try to make them come out fast. I mean, to get them out more quickly, and apparently they're having overheating issues because that always happens with consoles. Yes. Um, I'd say next year would be my breaking point to where it's like I need to own one. Actually, here here's my breaking point. God of War hands down god of war like once that's available i'm like i need to play this now i know it's supposed to be available for the ps4 still but i need it uh eric your opinion i mean yeah i'd still wait a bit i i have still yet to even see a ps5 or, or a series x or s in person so um i i have not even seen one much less played one um I mean, everything looks cool, but I still have not seen, like, one thing that's made me go, I have to get this right now. So, yeah. um, even some of the few, because, I mean, even when there was that Sony State of Play a couple weeks ago, like, there were some cool-looking things, but, like, nothing yeah. had dates on it. It was like, oh, cool, here's a, here's a game that's coming out at some point in maybe a year or two or three. So, um, well, if I had some more. Spider-Man had well, Sp 2022, so, I mean. You got time. That was one game. <laughs> everything else, everything else was like vague. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I know there's going to eventually be some really cool stuff, but like right now, I'm still just kind of like, there's nothing that's making me go, I need to get that right now. All right. Um, and the final question from David Ginsburg is, and this one, this one's one I'm still trying to think on. What video game that never got a sequel deserves one? Ellie. Kingdoms of Amalar. I thought they were working on a sequel. No, they're working on a expansion for the uh, original, but not an actual true sequel. All right, fair enough. I mean, it's not going to happen because the studio is no longer. Um, I mean, I guess if... I, 
I really don't. I was just purely going off of the question of which one deserves it. I mean, I think this game by far deserves a sequel. It was phenomenal. I got two. I okay. figured out two. Sorry, I just, I just got a second one. Yeah, um, I just, I loved the game. It was so much fun, and I'm playing through the remastered or whatever. I guess re something. Um, re reckoning. Yes, the re reckoning, um, and I'm excited for a little bit of a uh, brand new content. So that'll be great, but. I would love to see a full sequel for this game, but yes. All right, Eric, I'll let you go next. So there is a game came out on the N64. I may have mentioned it on here. You all may be familiar with it. I'm not sure. It's called mischief makers. Um, it was developed by treasure published by Enix before they had merged with square. And it was a side. It was a crazy side scroller, like kind of a platform, kind of a like high action game. Super, Japanese. It's the kind of game that like nowadays you wouldn't blink twice at coming out, but in the late 90s when it came out, it's the kind of thing where you're like, I'm really shocked they brought this to the West. Um, you play as this robot named Marina Lightyears who has to save her, the guy who created her, and she's fighting these crazy um, like there's like almost like a evil Power Rangers in there she's fighting, and these guys like, and it takes place on this planet where everyone kind of looks like shy guys mixed with ghosts. Um, it's a really in say at one point there's a boss fight where you're riding the back of a cat and you're catching missiles and throwing them back at the at the boss. Um, it's an insane game and it only got the one, and it apparently sold pretty well in Japan, not too well here in the U.S. Um, but it's a really fun game and I always really wanted there to be a sequel and there hasn't been one. Uh, with the recent announcement that the NSO uh, Nintendo Switch Online service is going to have in 64 games, mm -hmm. this is a game I'm hoping gets released at some point in the future because I would love more people to play this game, and then I would love if that kind of got a um, help spur the development of a sequel because it was a lot of fun. One of those games that came out when side scrollers were kind of going out of fashion for like yeah. everything has to be 3D, um, and of course now everyone loves side scrollers again. So uh, I would love everything to see a Mischief Makers too, exactly. So, Mission Makers 2, that's mine. I have three, if that's acceptable for everybody. As long yeah, as it's fine. short and sweet, and we're not doing like a super long Star Wars Force, Force Unleashed 3. Because <laughs> they left that, that, that storyline in 2 hanging, even though none of it's canon now. I, I, wonder, I, I don't know if I... I'll let you say it, but I don't know if I allow it, because it had a sequel. This, <laughs> is, this is a game, but there was a... There was Force Unleashed, and then there was Force Unleashed 2. I meant 3, like a I, third I understand one. that, but this the question was that didn't have sequels. This had a sequel. You just, a sequel Fine. and a sequel. I ignoring that. All right, then uh, Brutal Legend, even though there's rumors that they are in the process of making one. While okay. that game is a weird strategy game that comes out of nowhere, um, a game where you play it in the world of metal, voiced by Jack Black... He's hands down amazing and definitely would be awesome to get a sequel to. Um, and then my final one, and this one might get poo-pooed by Eric. Star Fox 64. Can I just get another Star Fox that's just basically you flying around and fighting <laughs> like that again? Like a rail shooter again? And Eric's Why would that like, get a poo-poo from me? I, I, I thought you were going to be like, actually, the... Um, Star Fox Adventures actually has several segments like that. Are you trying well, to I say mean, that's how Eric been. sounds? I mean, they... 
I mean, there's Star, there was Star Fox Zero on Wii U, which is basically the story of Star Fox 64 redone, which was the story of the original Star Fox redone. Okay, can, 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 can I just get a remake to Star Fox 64? Does that count? Can, 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 that, can that count? <laughs> but, they, but they did. It's called Star Fox Zero. <laughs> I need another one. I need one I do for the want a Switch. Good, there does need to be a good, true Star Fox game, but I want them to tell a story that's not the origin story of Star Fox again. Yeah. There, there. I, I did it. I did it in the weirdest way possible. I needed help. I guess the only one I get is Brutal oh, Legend 2. Oh, Lord. All yes. right. Moving on to our final set of questions from Fulcrum. Um, they uh, they also gave their answers to theirs. So, um, what are your three favorite book series? Theirs are Harry Potter, Hunger Games, and Lord of the Rings. Ellie? This one's hard for me. I'm gonna be honest. Um, it's hard for me too. I, I, there are a lot of great book series. I, I read a lot of random stuff. Um, maybe not as much well known. So, uh, Harry, I have to say Harry Potter is one of them. Um, I love them. I can't wait to read them to our little ones. Uh, and I've got <laughs> how many different versions of each of the books. Um, I have the regular versions. I have the illustrated ones that have come out so far. Uh, they've started making these really fun, like, pop-up versions. So, I, yes, I'm a sucker for it. So, so I would say that. Um, I would say Percy Jackson. I think those books are so fun. I know they're not, like, adult literary, uh, literary like, masterpieces yeah, the, 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 the adult version of it's called american god <laughs> um so they're more in the like teen section young young adult still teen. good stuff yes still but, good stuff. but i think they're great uh they're they're really fun and definitely some series that i want You're at two right yes i'm okay. at two um there's series that i definitely want our our little ones to read i think they're very fun um, and then I'm going to go ahead, since we're doing a Q&A, and this, the point is to learn a little bit more about us. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's the, you know, the Lord of the Rings and all that stuff. Yes, they're great, great books, so I'm not taking anything away from that. But uh, another genre that I will admit, so here's a little bit about me. I love the occult paranormal books, <laughs> uh, the, um, like the romance ones. So I will will let everyone know that. Um, So probably out of those types of books, the most... um, The one that True Blood was based off of? No, but those are... I have read those, though. Yeah, I know. That's Um, why I thought that's where you were going. (laughs) So there is a series... Hold on one second. I just forgot the name of it. Um, Oh, so... There is an author, Kim Harrison. She wrote a series. There's like 16, 18 books. I can't remember. Uh, They're based off of a witch called Rachel Morgan. And they're the Hollows novels. Um, Those are really fun. And I I know that Zinger is like shaking his head. But for people that do like the TV shows like um, True Blood and that kind of thing, it's kind of along the same. But they're really well written. And they have tons of different things in there and um they're actually really good books um and i really enjoy them so yeah all right eric yeah i was similar to ellie at first i 
when I read the question, it was like favorite books. And then I realized it was series. And I don't, it's not like I, I, I usually tend to gravitate more toward like in, towards individual books. Yep. But, um, but in the spirit of the question, um, I would say, but there are a few. I, I, I was able to pick out three. The first one is the Chronicles of Narnia. Love oh, those yeah. books. Yeah, I have been a fan of them since I read them as a kid. I read them again when I was like an older teenager. And then I have been jonesing to read them again lately. There's just several things that popped up uh, about them. And I've been wondering again. I love I love the Chronicles of Narnia. I think it's really fun. I think he does a really good job of world building in the book, in the series. And um, yeah, very good. Um, next one is kind of along the same lines. And that's the Magicians series. Um which is the magician, the magician's, the magician king, and the magician's land? Uh, oh. Those came out about a decade ago. The last one I think was like five or six years ago. I can't remember. Um, very good books. There's a, there's actually a sci-fi series based on it, which kind of went off rails. And after the first season was like nothing at all, like the book series. But um, highly recommended. It's a trilogy. A um, lot of fun. It's sort of Chronicles of Narnia meets Harry Potter, but to a bunch of um, depressed teenagers slash young adults um <laughs> highly recommend it very good very good series um and then my third one i would say is the ender's game series hmm. i absolutely love those i haven't read a ton of the spinoff series but i know of the main series where there's four books um i absolutely love those i think they're a ton of fun every single time i've read one of them it's sort of one of those where like i open it and then i pretty much don't stop until i physically can't stay awake and then when i wake up i just continue reading all right, good picks, good picks. Um, this is a complicated one for me. This is very complicated because the the term series is put in there, so that complicates it. While I would love to say American Gods, technically that's only two books, and they're not they're only connected in a few characters crossover. So I'm sure Ellie will be reaching for the hammer soon to be like poo-poo on that. <laughs> I know, I'm addicted to the hammer today. Um, I, I, I love the American God series, and it's hard to do Neil Gaiman stuff because a lot of his stuff, while exists, has elements that follow from one book series to another, I'm excluding Sandman because that's a graphic novel. So I think that's excluded. Um, Lord of the Rings, of course. Harry Potter is up there, but I will not count it in this. Um... I'm going to actually say for my second one, the Thrawn trilogy, the new Thrawn trilogy. It made me, it gave me something in Star Wars I have been wanting for so long. A perspective from technically the Empire angle. And the first book and the third book in that series are so phenomenally good. And I just, it's just something that made me, as I love Star Wars, it made me fall in love with Star Wars all over again. Because I was like getting stories I had always wanted to hear again. And I need to read the original Thrawn trilogy. So I'm working on that at some point. So I guess that would be that. And I have one more left since I can't count American Gods. Correct, Ellie? Because mm. there's American Gods and then there's a Nancy boy. Yeah. I mean, it's not technically a series. So what's your other one? Okay. Darn. Um, to be honest, I'm probably going to go with um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. Like, ah, good pick. I, it's, it's British humor. It's yeah. dumb British humor. I mean, like I said, I would have said, like, 
good omens or something like that, but I'm like, those aren't series. Those are one-offs. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is so good. It's so dumb humor. It's so British, dry, wordy humor, and I loved them. I love them so much, and it's something that I feel like not everyone can get into, so it's a very eclectic group that really gets into them, if that makes any sense. Um, I will throw an honorable mention out there for John Justice, though. I do love the Embark series, but since that is still ongoing, technically, it hasn't completed itself yet. Well, that's, it's I just want to throw it as an honorable mention. I want to say that I, was I just definitely saying, am it's still a series, this. though, yeah, it is. so it counts. I want to throw that out there because I, I really enjoy that stuff. It, it's great. It's in the bane of space opera drama with big yep. Fast and the Furious references. Um, going on to the next question, who are your favorite characters from pop culture? For Fulcrum, it is Hermione Granger, Draco Malfoy, Ahsoka Tano, Zuko, Toph, Korra, Aang, Sokka, Spider- Spider-Man, and Wanda Maximoff. So, I don't think we need to give a list. Good list, though. I think I can tell where his, uh, where their, um, their fandom is, which we still need to work on that um, Avatar episode. Ellie, would you like to go first with the... Oh, wait, you went first with the books. Eric, you can go first with this one. Nope, uh, nope, 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 nope. I'll go first. I just realized what the next question is, and you, by all of us, need to go first for the next question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... Uh, for me, Thrawn, Thor, do I got another T name to trifecta this out? Um, Kratos. There. I was about to say, um, Thrawn I love from the Star Wars stuff. He's a great character. Mostly the book stuff. Live action is to be determined. I'm hesitant on it, but Thor, I just love Thor as a character. In the Marvel series, both live action and comic based, and everything, he's he's a he's he's a living god. It's great, and Kratos as somebody that like went from a murdering god machine to still murdering god machine, but has a heart for his kid now. I don't know. It's it's just that the the, the character arc I never thought I'd take, and it's weird because when I played the original God of War games. I didn't have children. Now that Kratos has a children, it, it hit me harder, that game did. So it was really cool to have that transition with that character. And just how it can continue to change. Um, Eric, now you can go. Alright. Um, gosh, a little all over the place. Uh, Mario, of course, is a big Nintendo fan. As portrayed um, by Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. As portrayed by Chris <laughs> Pratt. And Captain Lua, and Captain Lua Bano. And uh, all the rest. Um... Uh, Homer Simpson. Oh, um, why didn't I say Oh, wow, yeah. I'm why didn't I mess didn't that, that up? I messed it up. I messed <laughs> up. <laughs> Eric Cartman. Uh, Bugs Bunny. Kiwi uh, Herman. Uh, Goku. Oh, I missed all my anime ones. Stuff like that. So, I mean, there's there's tons. I mean, there's so many. Th- I know that there's like a million characters I could name, but just a few. Just kind of a, a well-rounded little all over the place. I know there's a lot of animated and video game stuff in there, but yeah, you know. I messed up uh, mine. Ellie, right. go ahead. Don't cry. Escanor. Okay, go ahead. Um, kind of like with Eric. There's so many. Yeah. It's really hard. Um, I'm not in one wheelhouse. I, I like so many different 
kinds of things. So uh, I have to give love to my boy Harry, um, Potter. of course, Harry Potter. I didn't know if you were talking about Harry and Henderson since we brought it up earlier. Oh, you could have been. You could have been. That is true. I'm sorry. Um, no, I'm going with with Potter this time. Um, I, gosh, um, Natsu. If if we're gonna do anime, uh, definitely Natsu is from fairy oh, tale. From fairy tale. Sorry, I'm just assuming people know. Um, and if we're gonna do Seven Deadly Sins, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Merlin Gother. Uh, no. Oh, I do like Gother though. Meliodas. Yes, but Meliodas. Um, okay, I'm I'm gonna put this out there real quick. If I reference Seven Deadly Sins from now on, I'm referring to the manga only, uh, or season one or two of I the series. I was going to say there are some good seasons. Don't don't take I'm, that away. I'm making that very clear to everybody. <laughs> um, I really like Doctor Strange. I'm so glad that we're finally seeing more of him. I think he's a very fun in live character. action or just in general. Just in general, okay. I just like his character. Uh, Lucifer, love. Uh, you should really read Sandman. Mr. Morningstar is my my man. Um, yeah, I just um, and I can't not mention Geralt. Obviously, I had a thing earlier where I was thinking about that being one of my favorite series for books too. But yeah. I'm like, uh, I, the only reason good, I, the just, only reason I didn't mention that is because I haven't read them yet. I've read all of them. Yeah, I, I've sorry, I'm on the last one. I need. Okay. To, I got like so a few chapters left. Maybe if we do one later on, that'll be on my list. Uh, but I haven't read them yet, so I didn't want to say that. But uh, so Geralt and um, Commander Shepard. God, I messed up mine. So, um, yeah, but I could list so many more, but yeah, definitely. So, those are some of my big ones. All right, the reason Eric was um, negated from doing the last one first is because the next question is, what is your favorite food? Fulcrum's <laughs> is sushi. Eric? I would. don't. I, here's the thing. I don't have a way to answer this question. I legitimately <laughs> can't, don't have, like, one single favorite food. Like, and it's not just like a, like, oh, I'm trying to cop out. Like, a legitimately, like, even if it's something like, I love pizza, like, I still get sick of pizza. Or I love tacos. I get sick of tacos. So, I mean, like, I don't really have a specific favorite food. I have my favorite foods, which I mean, or anything, which even that is a wide list of. I like pancakes, and I like <laughs> pancakes with bacon, or I like pizza with a like a good supreme pizza or street tacos with like carne asada and onions and hold the cilantro keep that crap away from me uh i mean there's a really i mean or a good burger or a good hot dog which apparently each one takes what 36 minutes off of your life and it's good um i died in the 1800s i i was gonna say somehow i've gone negative i'm like yeah going i'm like immortal we're immortal at this point we've done the whole futurama circular thing so i really i really don't have a singular food but there are a lot there's very few foods i don't like or at least won't tolerate i mean everyone has their preferences like cilantro coconut that kind of stuff like that but overall like there are a wide variety of foods i don't really have one single one but if you held a gun to my head i'd just be like all of them i just start listing all the foods and say that's just one word I, you know what? You were vaguely Homer Simpsoning for a second. So I'm like, I swear I've heard this exact speech. Like, it was Homer. Um, I don't what? either. What? I like food. Okay. I know you like sushi. Oh, I love sushi. You like the Philadelphia roll. I mean, I like a lot of different ones. I, I like food though. So I really, like Eric said, I, I love so many different kinds of foods and I'll pretty much try... 
I love trying different types of foods and different, you know, I love it all. So I, it's really hard for me to pick a favorite because, but yes, I do love seafood a lot. Okay. Definitely like seafood. Okay. Um, Ellie, would you like to guess mine? Um, meat. Okay. What specific <laughs> type of meat? <laughs> I'm just saying, you're always making meat of some well, sort. Pork, no bacon, no ham. Dad, those all come from the same animal. <laughs> oh, right, Lisa. Some wonderful, magical animal. Um, for the record, the diet I'm on is, is, is very particular about me being able to do that. So, And it's working. So, But uh, for the record, before you did that diet, you have always mainly eaten meat. And they did check my blood pressure recently. And it was, they said, very good for my age. So, yay. Um, side note, crab. Hands down crab legs. I, I was thinking I was like steak, but you I'm will like fight senior citizens. I, I and I was like, wait a second, I've never fought senior citizens <laughs> yes, you for have. steak. Oh, I've not never for steak. fought senior citizens for he a hot has, dog. He has, he has actually fought. fought them for crab. <laughs> and and to to make a to make this make sense and not be a criminal charge, um, <laughs> when um years ago we were at a all you can eat buffet for yeah. um Chinese buffet and yes. they had crab legs. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get my money's worth and then some. Because if, if you tell me what the amount is, I will make sure that I get my all-you-can-eat in just crab legs price paid. So I was like, I'm We gonna... were literally at the restaurant for three hours. It was like two. No. Anyways. It was not. Anyways, there were these old people. Because... They're, they're, of course, bringing out crab legs, and it's a popular thing, so the thing would go go dry very quickly. There are these old people that were, like, vultures hanging around there, and I had to... And they would take, like, almost the entire tray when it came out, so I had to basically try to maneuver myself in front of them sometimes to get to get my crab precious crab legs. Yes. And I, I, I did... I, I, I did not throw elbows, but there was moments where I probably should have. It was ridiculous. But hey, I got my crab legs multiple times. All right, after after hearing about how I'm a, how I'm a horrible person, we'll do very many, 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 many things for crab meat. Um, who is your favorite villain from Star Wars? My personal favorite is Moff Gideon. That was Fulcrum's answer. Um, Ellie, you can go first on this one. Um, I don't know. I think Palpatine is pretty high up there. Uh cliche answer but i'm gonna probably go with it too i mean so is moth gideon right now because he's the new fresh fun in the mandalorian and all that stuff so i mean if you're gonna go cliche that's cliche too um i mean they all are honestly the main ones darth vader and all that stuff so but i i don't know there's just something about him that's just fun and he's so classic villain so well he's he's, he's evil for the sake of evil yeah so i i would have to say him all right, Eric. Prince Cheezor from Shadows mm. of the Empire. Dang, deep non-canon cut. Mm-hmm. I loved Prince Cheezor because it was this cool, like, oh hey, here's someone who the Emperor almost sees as an equal to Darth Vader, and it's sort of like seeing this rivalry between Darth Vader and Prince Cheezor was awesome. I loved it. All right, solid pick. Um, I'm. 
gonna say... <sighs> this one's complicated for me. Because, yes, Vader's awesome. But I'm like, I assume Vader and Palpatine are off the list for me. Because I'm like, they're, they're obviously the p number one number two. I would say Thrawn, but I don't see Thrawn as a villain. He's just somebody who is an Imperial. I don't see him as the villain, though, if that makes any sense. No one's gonna... Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna go with um, Darth Maul. Just outside of his first appearance in Episode 1, when he pops up in every other animated series, he's just... He's just great, and I'm like, I seriously wish they had used him more in live action. Because I, I think he's a great character. Him having robot legs is really fun, so... And he's a great adversary to, like, everybody. From um, Obi-Wan Kenobi to Ahsoka Tano. And I, I think he's a great character. Like I said, I'm only not including Thrawn because in my eyes, I do not see him as, the, as a villain. So, there's that. Alright, final question from our... Our Q&A episode is, and this one might be the hardest one to answer for all of us, what is your favorite PC slash game series that you have ever played? Fulcrum's is the Portal series. Which, them saying series, since there's only two games in it, technically I could have had American Gods. Ellie? Doesn't mean he answered the question correctly. Okay. <laughs> Ellie, you're you're. <laughs> well, we're allowing it for him because it's his question. True. Um. Well, I'm gonna say not PC because I don't play. PC well, it's a as PC much. or game. I know. Um, Mass Effect. Duh. Duh. Um, Dragon Quest. I think is okay. another. Okay. Can, can I can I finish out your list? Knights of the Old Republic. Okay. Thanks, Bioware for <laughs> support. Ellie, you want to thank? Did you Bio say Bioware for Dragon Quest? I was thinking. I was thinking Dragon Age. Mm. My bad. Nope, didn't say Shit. Dragon Age. Uh, Dragon, I messed up. Yes, you did. Um, Dragon Quest is just so fun, and I love all of their like main RPGs. I like the Builder series. That is super fun too. Even though I hate Minecraft, but I love the Dragon Quest Builders. Um, so, uh. Love those two series a lot, and um, an honorable mention because I've never played them, but I'm really, really wanting to play them is the um, the Tales series, especially the stuff I've seen on the new one. I think it's Tales of Arise or something. Oh, okay. Um, looks really cool. And when I kind of looked into more about the series, I'm like, how have I never played these games? Um, so. I think that might be on a future list, but Mass Effect and Dragon Quest are definitely up there for me. All right, Eric. So I was a bit confused. This is the when you what you sent me specifically said PC or PC series. What is your favorite PC game slash game series? I guess he's distinguishing between just like consoles or PC. Gotcha. Consoles. Consoles. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I because I read that as like PCs only, and I was like, I don't. I was going to say Roller Coaster Tycoon because that's probably the only <laughs> real series I played on PC. Um, gosh, in terms of series, I would probably have to say Legend of Zelda. I would say Legend of Zelda series is probably um, one of my favorites. If it's not my absolute favorite, it's I don't love every game in the series, but the ones that I do are just amazing. So, and you can't say Chrono Trigger because 
<laughs> it's that and Chrono Cross, which I have not played Chrono Cross, and technically doesn't. I don't count it because I mean I know there that it does tie in eventually, but it's really its own kind of standalone thing. So, but anyway, uh, this is hard for me. Um, I don't want to be cheesy and say Mass Effect, but yes, Mass Effect, and Ellie's gonna have her little hide moments the rest of the day because of the fact that she's the one that made me basically love that series. <laughs> Um, as I said earlier, Kratos is one of my favorite. The God of War series has been hands down a phenomenal series that I didn't think it would go in the directions it has, but I love it. Um, can I can I throw one more in there? Sure. I. This is really hard because I'm like I want to throw in a shooter, but oh. I'm like Halo or Destiny. I mean they're both Bungie made games, but I'm like Halo the first up to reach phenomenal games. I'm like, I just don't care about anything after that. And Destiny's really good. But, um... Oh, I mean, I want to say The Witcher. I'm just I'm just going to go with Mass Effect and God of War. So that's... Those are my picks at the moment. I, I, I don't mind answering favorites, but it's like, it depends on my mood. Because I was like, oh, I didn't say Optimus Prime. I didn't say Megatron. I didn't say Vegeta for favorite characters. I'm like thinking of other stuff now. Well, and I didn't say The Witcher right. because I've I haven't really played the first one very much because of PC. Um, the third one makes up for all of them. Well, yeah, I mean the third one's phenomenal, and I've played. I haven't completely beat the second one, so I didn't think it was fair to use that series. But I do love the third one, of course. Yes. Um, no, this has been. I mean, that's that, that's it for our questions. Um, so. This, this, this was a lot of fun to do. Maybe we won't wait another 270 episodes to do another one. Um, this, this was very cool to do. Hopefully this was a cool peek behind the curtain for some of the stuff. Um, it was very cool because the stuff earlier on was stuff based around like us getting into podcasting. And then as we went through, it got into like our personal stuff that maybe we haven't talked about as much on the show and everything. So I, I had a lot of fun doing this and everything. Um, anyone else got any final thoughts? Nope. All right, cool. Um, Eric, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg and all your favorite social media platforms. Uh, you can find Zygnus on, um, on, on, at, at, at Zygnus on Twitter and at Zygnus Podcast on, on, um, on Instagram and, and all your other favorite media podcast platforms. Did I do it as good as Eric? No, I did not. Um, we'll be back next week with a, even though it will be in Zingtober, it will be a very mean episode. Uh, roll your eyes all you want, Ellie. We need to do this episode finally. Uh, it has been five years. It's time for us to do Mean Girls. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.
You ruined the show.